Some years ago, back when I was in primary school, I was a little bit shorter than I am now, um, there was a boy in my year level who lived just across the road from us and we would often share lifts to school. I would go with his parents or he would come with my parents and um, we became a bit of a habit. I think that perhaps it was just on Friday afternoons or something or just in summer, but my, when I came home with his mum at the end of the day, we would go via the milk bar, which was across the road from the school, and she would buy us each an ice cream, just a simple little paddle pop, something like that. Um, nice little treat at the end of the day. And my mum realised this was happening and wanted to kind of return the favour, so one day when I was going to come home with him and his mum, um, she gave me a couple of bucks, enough to buy myself and my friend an ice cream. So, end of the day, his mum comes, we go to the milk bar, and his mum buys his and I, him an ice cream, and I bought myself one of the nice fancy ice creams that cost twice as much. <laughs> and then my mum somehow found out, and I got a good talking to, so... But what do you think was my mum's intention in giving me the money? Do you think she was, you know, oh, look, I'm going to prove how greedy and selfish Cameron is, so I'll give him this opportunity and he's going to waste it. Or do you think she was, like, excited about punishing me or telling me off? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give him a, give him a good ear bashing. No, <laughs> she's not like that at all. My mum wanted to teach me and help me to be a good person. She wanted me to, to be loving and generous, um, to show my gratitude to my friend and his mum. Uh, but she not only wanted me to be a better person like this, to be able to be generous and loving, but she gave me the resources to be able to do it. She had a vision for how she wanted me to grow and be a better person, but she also empowered me to be able to do so. And this is just how God works with us. He's got a vision of how he wants us to live. Um, he wants us to, to be the best human beings that we can be, the best, most loving, most caring um, human beings we can be. He calls us to love, to look out for the needs of others and to, to care for them, to be compassionate and generous. But he not only calls us to this, but he gives us the resources as well to be able to make it come about. He doesn't just give us the potential and put this vision before us. He gives us the resources to do it. God gives us so many things in our lives. He, he gives us um, our material resources with which we can um, care for others. Even our relationships um, is an opportunity where we can love others and care for them. The circumstances we find ourselves in, those opportunities that we have, God gives us that um, so that we can serve others. Our gifts and our talents as well, our time, even our attention. God gives us that as a resource to be able to invest in another person and show that love and become more of the loving, generous person that he wants us to be. And this is how God looks at the rich man in our gospel today. Jesus gives us this parable where there's a rich man, lives in his nice rich house, and then there's a poor man that lives just outside his gate. And long story short, the rich man doesn't do anything to care for the poor man who's in need. But God desires that the rich man would actually be a holy and loving person. He has this vision for his life. He's, he's created him to be loving and caring um, and to be united in this love with his brothers and sisters that he shares life with. Um, but the Father also gives him the opportunity to do that. He gives him the resources. The fact that Lazarus is actually right at his gate is an opportunity for the rich man 
to be able to become the kind of person that God's made him to be. He's someone in need that he could help. And God's also allowed him to have some wealth at his disposal. So there he also has the resources to be able to help Lazarus. He doesn't only have a vision for his life, but he also gives him the resources to bring it about. Now we can think, when, when we consider that, that God's got this kind of expectation of how he wants us to live, this vision of our life that he puts before us, we can think of God in relation to that as being demanding or judging, kind of like he's waiting around a corner to say, ah, why aren't you living up to my expectations? Um, and especially when we look at a parable like this, we can think that that's how God's acting uh, in a judging, punishing way. So like the rich man does end up in um, hellfire in this parable. But I want to ask you a question about what God's doing here, because like, just like when my mum gave me that money, what do you think God's intention is in putting the rich man in this position? Is he wanting to, to catch him out, going, ah, he's going to spring out and go, I knew you were a terrible person, that's right, I knew you were going to act like that, or you think God's taking delight in punishing him? I'll go, ah, I'll make him really rich so then he won't help the guy and then I can send him to hell. Yes, one more person I get to punish. No, that's not how God is towards us. God is for us. He's on our side. And for the rich man, God is for him. He's on his side. He's wanting him to be loving. He's wanting him to be compassionate. He gives him the opportunity and the resources to recognize Lazarus's need and to reach out to him. It's exactly the same for us. God is on our side, wanting us and empowering and equipping us to be the person that he calls us to be, that he's made us to be. We even see this in how God himself is generous like this and puts all those resources that he has at our disposal. He puts everything that he has into helping us to build up, and we see this especially in the example of Jesus who with everything that he had, all of his divinity and then all of his humanity that he takes on, he pours out so that he can build us up. He spent his whole life, his ministry, teaching others, sharing his wisdom, healing others, leading them to the truth. And then in his death, certainly, he pours out everything that he has so that we can have life, so that we can have salvation. Now, that's the perfect example of what this looks like, this generous, selfless kind of life that God's calling us to, but it can be helpful to find an example that's a, bit, a, bit, a little bit more um, attainable or down-to-earth. So another great example of this kind of generosity that I see in people's lives is in parents. Now, no parent does this perfectly, but from what I've seen, there's something that goes on in a person's life when they, when they become a parent, that there's a love for their child that draws forth just very naturally an incredible generosity, an incredible selflessness, a willingness to sacrifice, to give their time and their energy, to give up their sleep, to give all of their resources, to share all of their wisdom and their learning with their children. There's just the, the willingness to, to give everything for this other. That's a great image for us of this kind of selflessness, of putting what we've got at the service of others and serving them, building them up, bringing love into that relationship. Now, 
Not every one of us is a parent, but even for those of you who are parents, not every person that God calls you to love is your child. So therefore, this love isn't going to naturally flow from you into every situation that God's calling you to be generous. And so often, we get it wrong. We don't, we're not able to be generous with the resources, the opportunities God gives us. Just like the rich man in the parable, just like me and my ice cream. But most often, it's not because we don't think it's good to be loving. We know it's a good thing to care for others, to look for their needs, to be considerate and kind, to be generous with what we've got. I think you're all good people and you, and you believe in that kind of life that God's calling us to live. You want to be generous and caring, consider the needs of others and serve others. But when the rubber hits the road, so often it's a harder decision for us to make when there's, there's a need of someone else's that we see and that takes a little bit of sacrifice perhaps and there's an easier decision for our own comfort or our own pleasure or our own security and we can make that decision instead. Perhaps it's like stepping out of my comfort zone to, to reach out to somebody to welcome them or to stand up for somebody else. There's an opportunity to, to put myself at the service of them and build them up. But it's much easier to stay within ourselves and oh, I, I, I'll just keep my mouth shut or just stay over here with my friends where I feel safe. God gives us these resources and opportunities to step out and to, be, um, to become that generous, loving person that he wants us to be. And it's, it's also not helpful for us to think of this as to think of God in relation to this as being judging, demanding, ready to, ready to punish us or rebuke us for whenever we don't live up to his expectations. So let's remember this heart of God who not only calls us and puts this vision of a beautiful, loving, and generous life before us, who calls us to be like that, but he also empowers us and equips us with the opportunities to be that kind of person. Everything he gives us in our life is an opportunity, is the fuel to become that person that he calls us to be. He so desires us to share in his life in that way, not to just to share in his life by amassing all of his blessings ourselves, but to share in his life by loving others. And so these blessings, these graces God gives us are so that we can pour out ourselves in love of others. So let's be open to receiving the goodness of God, the love of God, our Father, and receive that gift that he wants to give us so that we can be that kind of loving person, that kind of generous, compassionate, kind and selfless person that he has created us and that he calls us to be. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate, or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.